Thanks, Jamie. And I want to talk to you about right. this awesome Are you ready? that I've Hi, never. Auditors, we're here. We're getting started. We're starting now. I'm complaining. And after the show, auditors, or after the, in the post show, we're going to talk about who's a bit bigger scaredy cat, Jamie or I. We're going to take the scaredy cat quiz. Because, you know, she won't go on cruises and she won't do this and she won't do that. And I actually think I'm braver than she is. So, oh, get bring it. We're going to talk about that. After. Challenge accepted. Course, I don't like riding horses, but then you don't like driving. So, I mean, we're kind of even on that one. I'm not, and and I think uh, two years ago you would argue which is most dangerous, but I don't think you'd do that now. <laughs> All right, here we go. We're starting the show, everybody. This is the Horse Radio Network. What a beautiful day. Horses in the morning. You are listening to the number one horse podcast in the world. Here's your entertaining look at the horse world and the people in it. Well, good Monday morning, everybody. I am Glenn Geek in Ocala, Florida. <laughs> I've just noticed. Uh, I'm Jamie Jennings, and I'm currently in Norman, Oklahoma, and you're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for February 24th, episode 2377, and it's brought to you, our auditors, and Glenn, I just noticed that you put in what you put in is my daily winning, so don't talk about that. Go. <laughs> I have good news and bad news for you on this Monday morning. First, the bad. It's Monday. But the good news is really good. Jamie and Glenn are here to guide you through another week filled with horse talk and a whole lot of fun. Welcome to Horses in the Morning. So I'm not sure which thing I'm not supposed to talk about. So uh, Do whatever you're going to do because I, I'll figure something else okay, out. Okay, is it the first story I was coming out with or the other one? The one you were coming out with. Oh, that was supposed to be my daily winnie. But no, go right. ahead, because I've got something else. Okay. I'm always prepared. I was shocked that you would have this as your daily winnie. See, I put it in here, this story, because it involves another old guy like me. Uh -huh. so that's why I put this in here. So big news over the weekend. After 40 years in show jumping, Norwegian Gare Gullikson beat riders half his age in his first win at an FEI World Cup on Sunday. His friends call him Jimmy, by the way. Jimmy Gare Gillickson. And he was 60 years old, and he took the title at the uh, at this, and it's actually a qualifier for the World Cup final in Las Vegas in April. Uh, but <laughs> there was something funny that happened. So I watched his final round on the video, and then they showed the award ceremony. So he goes in for the award ceremony to collect his prize, and he, he I didn't see this part because cut off but apparently he removed his safety helmet was there video of what happened here i don't i don't know about the video so he removes his safety helmet and apparently his horse startled and spooked and threw him against the wall to the point where he wasn't getting up and they brought the screens around him and everything now this is in the award ceremony after he wins world cup uh, and apparently they brought the screens around him and eventually he got up and he said uh, quote i'm not scared of injury the day i feel frightened i will stop straight away so he's fine. Do you realize he rode in his on the first time on a Norwegian team 44 years ago? So this guy's been show jumping for a long, long time. So congratulations to him. And I don't think he'll ever take his helmet off 
ever while he's on the horse again. I did not realize that he had taken his helmet. The picture I saw, you're right. I thought his helmet had just flown off. Well, kind I, of. It said it took it off, but I think what he might have done is unstrapped it. Yeah. And then it so flew the, off before I, he hit I only the wall. have a picture and it's of the horse like and it's fancy cooler. I mean the story is great it's because great like, this guy at the age of 60 <laughs> finally wins his first World Cup and then the horse bucks him off. <laughs> <laughs> and his quote I love it is like I feel fine actually except for my arse. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so he would have probably been, you know, just fine had he not hit the wall, but apparently the wall got I did, his way. I didn't realize they had to bring everything out to get him yeah. up, but yeah, that's, I just, I just love that the, 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 the title of the article on Horse and Hound is, horses are the best levelers, you know? <laughs> they truly are. Well, I hope he does get to come to Las Vegas. How exciting for him would that be after 40 years of doing this? Yeah. So, so good for him. What's coming up on today's show? Let's see. I'm busy trying to find another Daily Winnie since you went ahead and stole it. (laughs) Uh, We are going to have Adrienne DeWolf, who I am so excited to have her on because she's got a Mustang that she has trained and the video has gone viral and she's dancing with this horse. And turns out this is the horse that came from the same auction as my Mustang Zeus. So they're like brothers from another mother. Uh, So we're going to talk to her about training. This video isn't just a video. It's gone massively viral. Yeah. To the point yeah. where mainstream press are have articles about it. It's nuts. Yeah, it's really, really cool. And uh, so we're going to talk to her and then we're going to do some sort of like a quiz thing that Glenn that's wants later. to try that's to a, prove that's he's manlier than me. Yeah. We're going to find <laughs> oh, out who's the, the biggest scaredy cat in the post show for auditors. Uh, but we do have a question first world problems today. We have some other news stories and we're going to start with one that's not so happy. Uh-oh. Yeah, pretty sad. Well, I, it's 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 out there. It happened over the weekend. Legendary thoroughbred AP Indy uh, has passed away. He was 31 years old. He lived at Lane's End Farm, and uh, he died. Of course, he was a Horse of the Year, Belmont Stakes winner. I think his when he first came off the track, his stud fee was twenty thousand dollars to have him service your mare then he was so incredibly successful i think his last like 10 years was three hundred thousand. i mean he's amazing he sired bernardini mineshaft honor code rags to riches curlin uh, rags to riches who beat curlin so i it's just an and she's a philly of course so he was incredibly successful and incredibly special and very just a horse of a lifetime right i did so i got to meet him because i was friends with his farrier and he was like you want to come help me hold stallions and i was like uh hell yeah (laughs) (laughs) so it was when i lived in lexington and and so we got to go out there and, and t- it turns out I didn't get to hold AP and I got to pet him, but you don't want to hold, like he has a handler. He had a handler cause those guys just bite <laughs> all the time. <laughs> I was like, I'm cool. I'll just watch. So I got to, to meet him and all the stallions out there. It was really, really special. That place is amazing. And there's a really nice big statue of him already, uh, at the farm. So he was 31 years old and apparently they said he didn't have any illnesses. He just no. old age got him. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just 31 years old. And he was just, uh, I, he was pensioned, uh, several years ago, which means they quit breeding him, but just a, a special horse. And I know that they really, 
you know, he, he was, he was the heart of that farm over there, you know, between him and Zenyatta, uh, the two of them together are something, a force to be reckoned with, but yeah, it's just a, an amazing place and amazing facility and amazing horse. And, and we're definitely sad for everybody at Lane's End Farm. And we will start uh, to take a look. Kentucky Derby is going to be coming up before you're long. Uh, it's always, what, the weekend after uh, Land Rover. So we'll start to take a look at that and see who, who the players are there as we, as we usually do it within 100 days. And I saw the other day it was 100 days away. So time to, time to start studying. It's time people. to start looking at all the books, Jamie. Daily Winnie time. I only have one birthday today of our auditors, and that's Debbie Holt. Happy birthday to Debbie, and welcome new auditors, Sean Griffiths and Jane Moody. And I want to thank April for increasing her pledge. We really appreciate it. Okay, I read this story and I just, it's so not horse related. It's completely opposite. But I know we have a lot of hockey fans that listen to our show. Yes, I'm about to do a sports story. (laughs) Have you ever seen a hockey game in your life? I love hockey. Really? It's so fun to go. It's fun to watch, you know. It's fun to watch in person. TV, not so much. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's fun to be there and feel the experience, and and I just love it. And I would would go to the games in Atlanta all the time. And actually, I did a half court shot, like half court, half middle center of the ice shot, you know. And I was shooting uh, because what I was is the it radio called? rink half rink shot. <laughs> half rink shot fifty. 50- 50 yard line. Um, <laughs> I know a lot about hockey, but I had to go out there and, and as a radio DJ, like out there on the ice and shoot against the mascot. And I nailed it. So I scored from half court. I was like, this sport is easy. You did? I did. Um, it's one of my, my brighter moments. <laughs> did you ever get uh, this? You love baseball. Did you ever get to throw a first pitch? No. I'd be embar- I wouldn't do that. That'd be too embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, you do dirt. have a better shot of uh, actually hitting a puck that far than throwing the ball. Nobody that far. expected me to do well in the <laughs> hockey rink. Right. But, yeah. <laughs> anyway, back to the story. So this guy, this is in Toronto. David Ayers is sitting in the stands with his wife at Scotiabank Arena, and the Carolina Hurricanes goalie James Reimer went down with an injury. Well, they brought out their second string. Uh, Peter Mrazik or Petra Mrazik went out and uh, that's Carolina's second uh, goalie. And midway through the second period, period, Eris, his cell phone started to blow up. What they didn't realize is Mrazik had gone down and a second a scary collision with the Maple Leafs forward, Kyle Clifford, and they don't have a goalie. Well, um, David Ayers is the Zamboni driver for the Carolina Hurricanes. And he's kind of like practices like with the minor league team. They like take shots on them. And I don't know exactly how this works, but the equipment guys came out and said, get your stuff on. You got to get out there. This guy's 42 years old. Couldn't make it. And the NHL never made it into the minor leagues. And here he is. They're like suit up. The Zamboni driver is going down and he is going to take the goal. Okay. (laughs) This never, this, 
This never happens. Did he park the Zamboni in front of it? Was he allowed to do that? (laughs) So he is the third string backup goalie Zamboni driver. He cleans the ice after the game, you know, and he walks down the tunnel and into and the the crowd goes wild. They're all kind of up to date on the story. This guy is now the oldest NHL goalie in history. To win his regular season debut. That's right. He got the win. Oh he's, I think he said um, he, it was like eight out of ten. He stopped. So fantastic. Uh, the, the, the first two shots they scored and then the next eight, he stopped them. And Carolina picked up a six to three victory over the Maple Leafs. It was Saturday night. He said it was wild. He's been moved up the second goalie now. <laughs> <laughs> wild. It was fun. And uh, then we started thinking like, okay, does that mean he gets to make like league minimum now because he's like on the team? No, here's what they did. He got paid $500 and he gets to keep the Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> and, and all the hot dogs he wants. <laughs> They didn't even give him that, Glenn. <laughs> oh, they did give him a, a puck as well. So, yeah, good times. Gotta bring that but guy back. <laughs> this guy had a kidney transplant plan 15 years ago. He's been the practice goalie with uh, the NHL, like Lee, the, the Toronto Marlies for the last eight years. He's like very like basic. You know, yeah, I this mean, was he's... perfect for him because he didn't have time to get nervous. You know, if, if no. they had told him ahead, ahead, two, two weeks ago that he was going to be in the game, he'd have been fretting for two weeks. He didn't have time, right? Just put on your yeah. thing and get out there. <laughs> he said that the guys were awesome. They, he said, and this is his quote, they said to me, have fun with it. Don't worry about how many goals go in. This is your moment. Have fun with it. Well, I mean, well, he did all right. <laughs> isn't that a cool story? The That's guy's like cool in story. his 40s. He never made the show. And like, all of a sudden they're like, you're in. And then he gets the victory. Gonna, like, I amazing. see a movie in the making. I see a movie. I mean, what would be a better is if he actually played more often, yes. you know, <laughs> then that would make a movie. But yeah, it's definitely somebody's got to be writing a script. Speaking of movies, I am so I wonder, excited. Was that, did he have a backup Zamboni driver yeah. <laughs> after the game? Or did he like have to get out there? Like, all right, guys, this is drug the janitor out of the back. Hey, you work. need to drive the Zamboni tonight. <laughs> no, he's like doing or, media. Or did afterwards. he have to go all out right, there I between periods it. and drive it himself in his uniform? <laughs> I know, right? I would never take that thing off. Uh, speaking of movies, very seldom, you know, do I look forward to a horse movie because they're mostly cheesy. Uh, and it's, you know, girls, teenager, and he has this terrible life, and the horse saves her, and the horse is destitute, and she all of a sudden learns to ride a Grand Prix level in 10 minutes, and, you know, there's fake Winnie's everywhere. <laughs> Did I describe I've every horse that. movie I've ever made? I've seen that movie yeah. several times. <laughs> yeah. well, we got to save the farm. Uh, oh, and oh, the farm, and old guy, what's his name, is always the grandfather, um... She has ranch. to win the competition yes, yes. to save the farm. Yes. Well, there's a movie I'm actually looking forward to coming out, and it's called Dream Horse. I don't know if you saw the trailer, but oh God, there's a documentary about this whole thing on Amazon Prime with the real people that were involved in it. It's a real story, and it's on Amazon Prime. It's called Dark Horse. So if you want to get a preview of what really happened before you see the movie, go see Dark Horse on Amazon Prime. Uh, I have the trailer here because it's just 
it's an incredible story, uh, and it probably could only happen in Ireland. But uh, and it's Tony Collette. It's actually Welsh. They're all actually, they're actually all Welsh. Oh, that's right. They're yeah, you're right. They are Welsh because in the documentary, you only understand about a half of what everybody's saying because <laughs> they're Welsh. That like, crazy accent. <laughs> yeah. So here is the trailer for the movie coming out May first called Dream Horse. I can already feel it. Sixteen eighty-three, please. Thirty-two pound twenty-eight, please. I'm telling you, boys. She was my horse, and she won. I've seen him in here before. Was a racehorse, does he? Owned. Worries. He almost lost everything. Things are a little tight cash-wise these days. So. Best line. Cheers, Nellis. I need something to look forward to when I get up in the morning. I'm going to breed a racehorse. Absolute madness. It's normally wealthy professionals who go in for this kind of thing. There's ways of doing these things, isn't there? 20 people in the village put in a tenner a week for two years. No! When the horse is born, everyone will be owners. We'll all have an equal share. Ha! If you lot are good enough to own a bloody racehorse, so am I. It's a tenner every week, Kirby, you pillock. Isn't he? We need a name. What about Dream Alliance? Is our dream, and we're all in it together, so Dream Alliance. Dream Alliance! Dream Alliance! Remember, there's a less than 1% chance this horse will ever win a race. He's facing the wrong way. If he keeps going in that direction, he'll end up back in the village. <laughs> He's pretty rough around the edges. Governor? He's definitely got something about him. Spirit. Character. Like his own. Be brave. This is what he wanted to do. We're going to the races. Our horse is gonna race! So proud of you. Seems like anything was possible. The horse from nowhere has captured the hearts of the nation. our jobs, our community, even our pride. And then Dream came along and reminded us what life is like when you are cold. There you go. <sighs> we didn't need a minute. <laughs> I actually would say go, go, watch Dark Horse on Amazon Prime and then go see the movie. Unless you just don't want any spoilers at all. But I, I think it, judging by the trailer, Spoiler followed alert. pretty oh, close. He's going to win some big race and it's going to be amazing. <laughs> and the whole community is going to come together and their life is going to be better because they're It was a pretty destitute town, too. Apparently, whatever factory or plant or mine was there before, I don't remember, uh, closed up. So, like, nobody had any jobs and it was it was pretty bad. So. I don't know, but uh, Tony Collette, after, see, after she's the mom in The Sixth Sense and she's amazing oh, yes, in every you're movie. Right. She- I thought I recognized her. You're yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. And, and she's, she's just a little an cleaner in this. <laughs> yeah. She's amazing. And so anything she's selling, I'm buying. <laughs> so there you go. A, a horse movie I'm actually looking forward to, and I'll probably go to the theater to watch. How about that? That never happens. Hey, um, 
a couple of uh, things here quick. They announced the timetable. Another thing we're going to have to start covering. Hold on. Speaking of the theater, I forgot to tell you, I went to the theater and I saw um, Call of the Wild. Which one was that? That's the Harrison Ford Call of the Wild. Oh, 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 yes. Where he's in, was it Alaska or someplace? You've never read the Jack London book? No. Okay. Never mind. (laughs) (sighs) Was the movie any good? How did you not read that in high school? No, never read it. Was it any That's good? Great. Was the movie good? Uh, yeah, movie's good. I mean, it's a great story. They changed the ending uh, to make it a little less graphic and bloody, but you wouldn't know because you've never read the book. Uh, but I don't know. I mean, I the whole the the whole movie, the dog is CGI. I don't think there's two seconds of an actual dog in that movie, which just throws me off a little bit. As Could somebody you tell? Who, Yes, as tell. somebody who watched it, but, but but like maybe because we're more savvy with like the way the animals move and mm. things like that. But you could definitely, definitely tell. I th- and I, I Lucas loved it. All my nieces and nephews, everybody loved it. But I was a little put off by. I mean, to watch, to watch him put his hand on the dog. You're like, yeah, I know there's a green screen there. And maybe I just ruined. Maybe just. I'm just <laughs> spoiler alert, spoiler. <laughs> but the whole thing, the whole, th- but it's a great story, you know. Is it to see it in the theater or wait till it comes to video? Mm. Video, that'd I mean, be the answer. Video, <laughs> yeah. But just because, I mean, it's a great story. It's just because it's like, and I guess uh, yeah, I cry in every movie, you know, like I just cried during that preview, like just hearing about this movie that's coming out of horses. And then, um, the like, and you know, there's always like the tear jerking moment, spoiler alert, in the dog movie. And I didn't cry at all. Well, if you didn't cry, I didn't know who I am. <laughs> yes. I cried commercials. <laughs> And Speak, I didn't cry. Speaking of famous dogs, we get to meet one on Friday. Uh, oh, yeah? you remember we had Chrissy Joy on, who who ha- has a dog named Beasley that does the Chewy commercials and stuff? Yes. And, uh, well, she's stopping in. She was down here uh, filming more Chewy commercials down at Universal, and she's stopping in on Friday uh, to say hi. And we get to meet Beasley and her other movie dogs, because they just finished a full-length movie, too. Uh, so that's kind of cool to meet Beasley. Oh, nice. Very cool. Hey, the Olympics are coming up. We're going to have to start coverage on that as well, because they did make the announcement of when everything is happening. And it looks like July 30th, we'll start the horse inspections. And then going through the going through August the 3rd will be all of the Olympic uh, sports. Uh, there's a I'll put a link in the show notes. There's a list on Eventing Nation of when everything happens from from dressage to eventing to show jumping. But uh, that's exciting. A lot of it will be on TV on the NBC network, uh, all the different various stations they have so you'll be able to watch some of the horse stuff and diana DeRosa, who does our wagon olympic coverage here on the morning show is going to start coming on like once a month leading up to it and then she will give us live reports from tokyo uh when she's over there so we'll get diana on to start giving uh, getting us up to date on selections and all of that stuff so Another Olympics with horses. Who knows how many more of those there'll be, but I kind of think Japan's going to do it right. I don't picture a nightmare in Japan. I think they got it down. So okay. I think it's it's going to be good. I'm excited about it. And if you're an auditor, 
because the auditor sponsored today's show. If you're an auditor, you'll get to hear us find out who's the biggest scaredy cat after the show today because we do a post show every day for auditors after the regular show is done. And you get to hear that by becoming an auditor for as little as $3 a month. It's typically not child friendly. <laughs> Might use some not. potty words. <laughs> so yes, turn off the show at the music if you have children, uh, and then uh, you can listen to the end of the show yourself later on. <clears throat> also, maybe not play it in the barn full blast with other people in the barn. So just warning there. But if you want to become an auditor, you also get involved in the auditor room, which has a thousand things going on in there at any given time. It's a special Facebook group for auditors. There's about 400 of them in there, and we've been having a rash of new auditors. We really appreciate your support. And the other thing is half of that money that we get in every month gets divided amongst the Horse Radio Network hosts, Jamie included. So she gets a little raise every month, thanks to you guys. And uh, I know she appreciates that, and Reese and Philip and the others do as well. So to become an auditor, just go to horseradionetwork.com, scroll down the right-hand side of the page, and you're going to see a link to become an auditor, as I said, for as little as $3 a month. We owe some people mugs. If you come in at the $10 a month level, you get a Horse Radio Network mug, and we're actually waiting on a new shipment. We ran out because we had so many auditors come in at the $10 level, so you will get your mugs. They're going to be on the way. So that's uh, coming up as well. All right, let's call our first guest cut there did she confirm by the way yes she's she's ready okay let's give her a call you'll have to reintroduce her when i count back in okay okay let's try this again there we go she's california right um maybe i think she is let's gust California. Uh, I don't know. I actually don't know. Where's California, th- Nevada. Alaska. All right. You say hi when she answers. <clears throat> Hold on, live listeners. In here. Hello, Adrian. It's Jamie. Hi, Jamie. How's it going? I'm good. I'm good. How are you doing? I'm good. Uh, Glenn, uh, I'm here with Glenn, and let's th- let's talk about her connection. Why, yeah. why don't you? Are you yeah. Adrian? Are you? Is it Adrian? Yes, it is. Okay. Are you talking directly into the phone? No Bluetooth. No speaker. Into the phone. Good. All right, good. I think it'll work. Um, and we're, we're just going to get started here in a minute. So uh, if you're ready. I'm looking for the post where I okay. ask listeners to see if they had any training questions kind of about it. <laughs> I'm trying to find that right now. I'm scrolling, scrolling. Our listener room is active and it's hard to find. It's at the very top, actually. I, I know, but I posted it the, uh, when I first shared this video last week. Can you do a search for it? Let's see. Oh, good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> One second, Andrew. Sorry, this is like... Uh, yeah. Let's search for my posts. You're up to a million views on that? Holy crap. Almost. I don't think it's quite hit a million. 928, you're darn close. Yeah, I'm hoping it'll hit a million. Yeah, but if you count in your views over on the YouTube channel, you're about a million. 
Probably, yeah. Good for you. Is this the most viral yeah. one you've had? Oh, by why don't far. you stop interviewing her before the well, interview? We're just Glenn. killing time while you're looking it up. Jesus. Okay, well, we, we'll just get going. All right. Here we go. In three, two, one. Well, I am so pleased to welcome Adrian to the show. Adrian is the owner of Toaster, the horse that did this amazing viral dance video. And uh, we kind of, Adrian and I have a, a special connection, but let's say good morning. Adrian, where in the world are you? I am in Agua Dulce, California. Agua Dulce, California. And uh, thank you for joining us. Yes, well, thank you for having me. Now, let's 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 go back in time, shall we? Uh, you and I were probably doing the exact same thing at the exact same time, which is taking the Northern Nevada Correctional Center catalog and YouTube videos and breaking it down, trying to decide which Mustang we would be lucky enough to hopefully get to adopt. It, take us back to that 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 time. Oh, yeah. So I, I was obsessed. So once the catalog came out, you know, I broke it down and ultimately her choice. He kind of fit my, you know, my requirements. Oh, hold on, Adrian. You're breaking up real bad on us. We can't hear you at all. Yeah, yeah sorry. Um, is there a better spot you can go to? Is there a landline we can call yet? She's completely gone. Oh, boy. Adrian, are you there? Yeah, I didn't like the connection as soon as we started. Yeah, she started talking, it was fine, and then it went away again. So, I have to call her back. Okay. Well, I didn't even tell her if we lose her, we'll call her back. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, that's not going to work unless she can get to a better spot. No, as soon as she got on, I was like, uh oh. Probably outside at the barn, and nobody gets good reception at the barn if you're a horse person. Adrian here. Hey, hey, we lost you. Hey, yes. <laughs> we, we have a really uh, bad so, connection, actually. Do we? Yeah, you. Do you have a landline or anything? Uh, I do not have a landline. Is there a better spot in the house or on the roof? Or I can, yeah, <laughs> I can try uh, a better. spot. We know what it's like to live on a farm and not have good cell reception. You know, and it's funny because it should be good. It's it's. I've got like four bars. See, now you sound amazing. So why don't we take it back to that question, Glenn? Yeah, we're going to have to, or start over even, because we didn't really get much. Uh, okay. Why don't, we, why don't we just start over, Jamie? Just uh, okay. come in from the intro in three, oh. two, one. I'm so excited to welcome to the show Adrienne DeWolf. She is the one who you guys have seen uh, in the viral video of her and her Mustang dancing to the get up. And uh, I want to know, Adrian. first of all, I think you're in California, correct? Yes, I'm in Agua Dulce, California. Well, thank you for waking up so early and joining us. <laughs> um, now, 
this this a horse we have a, a little bit of a special connection because he came from northern nevada correctional center which is where i adopted zeus from and they were in the same auction so i want you to break down you're probably like me sitting there pouring over the catalogs and the youtube video trying to decide which horse so take us to the you're looking at the catalog are you going to go adopt a mustang or which one yeah so as soon as the as soon as the catalog came out i was obsessed and I was staring and staring, and, and there's only so much you can tell from a picture and a description, but I was trying to figure it out. And at that time, I'd say Toaster was about third on my list. Uh, he fit my requirements, but maybe, you know, didn't really stick out at that point until the videos came out. <laughs> he was the first video I watched, and I was just blown away by his video. And I thought, wow, are they all this good? So I watched the rest of the videos, and I was like, no, no, the first one, that one is so much better than the others. And, and so he immediately skyrocketed to the top of my list. And I probably watched that video, like, you know, several times a day mm -hmm. and just picked it apart and analyzed oh. it every day until until the auction. Now, let's tell everybody what these videos are. I mean, this is a, this is an inmate at the Northern Nevada Correctional Center who is training and gentling this Mustang. And most of these guys don't have any horse experience before they are work with these, these Mustangs. And so when you say you picked it apart, I laugh because like, that is a lot to pick. <laughs> There's a lot to look at. Oh yeah. And, and none of them are going to look amazing because like you said, th these inmates don't know how to ride so it's pretty rough around the edges so you're really looking at like the little things like how do they respond how do they come through the gate because they often do like a little gate obstacle and come through the gate and i'm always looking at like what is their facial expression how willing is the horse to come through that gate and really what can this inmate do with this horse when they really don't have a lot of experience it really kind of tells you a lot uh, based on kind of what you can see so what about now what was his name in the prison? It was Gunner. Gunner, that's right, Gunner. Cuz Gunner was on my list, I'm not going to lie because it's just funny that you and I both went to the same one. Gunner was definitely I think Gunner was number 2 for me, but uh then the bidding started and Gunner immediately quickly became not number 2 for me anymore because you had to fight for him. Oh, yeah. I was freaking out. Because at that point, at the auction, like, I know I'd seen him live, and I had gotten to talk to the trainer, and yeah, I had a second choice, but as the auction, as the time went on, I was like, I don't really even want my second choice. I want this one. And, like, he just got higher and higher and higher on the list, and so when the when the bidding started, and, and he I was had first. an original... He was, he was first, first to go. <laughs> yeah, which was really tough. Everybody was still in it. And, uh, you know, I had an original limit of, of 3,500 and there were still 10 people bidding at that point. Like we just blew through 3,500. And I told my husband, I'm like, I'm going to keep bidding. I, I, I have to keep bidding. He's like, okay. Like he was kind of in on it, which was good. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and then we got to 5,000 and I, he said, stop. And I said, yes. So 5,000, it was my last bid. And I won him on my last bid. And to this day, that scares the heck out of me. <laughs> <laughs> if the other person had bid one more time, I wouldn't have gotten him.
I feel I I know your pain because that auction I think was the most any collectively anybody has spent on any of them. And when I saw what happened with your horse and the subsequent horses, they just went for so much more than I think any of us thought. I said to my friend who I was with, I was like, I'm never going to get O'Malley. I'm just I'm gonna we're gonna go home with an empty trailer. I can't afford because I had a budget too, and my husband wasn't there, and which is a good thing because I just kept on going. <laughs> Right, right. You had to at that auction. Yeah, you had to. That you were you weren't going to win. And 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 my horse Zeus, who O'Malley at the time was so naughty, and and during the bidding, I mean, he got away from the inmate twice and like ran around, bucked and farted, and was in in insane. And I just kept going. That's the one. That's the one. (laughs) (laughs) He, He was hilarious. I remember that so well. He was he was so funny. Yeah, yeah, he was. Here's the shocker: is he continues to be that naughty, Adrian? So it, oh. it, it was, it was a precursor. You know, <laughs> he's an escape artist. You can't keep him penned in. He's. A, I think a, Adrian yeah. picked the right one, is what I'm hearing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She. I think she, we both. I think we both got the right one for for us. <laughs> yes, exactly. So then you've got this video. Fast forward. That's not true. Um, Her husband would uh, dare to differ with you. He would love to see that horse gone. So <laughs> he, hates he hates him so much, Adrian. He, oh my god! And you know what? He is my dream unicorn, and he will live with me until the day he dies. So uh, no, <laughs> just Chad would like that to be sooner rather than later. Sometimes. <laughs> So tell us about what he was like. So uh, uh, first of all, you you had the name. Uh, how'd you get the name Toaster? I've always well, <laughs> there's not like a wonderful story around that. Basically, we were driving home after the auction, and and we were both exhausted. We had driven to the auction, you know, the night before during the night, so we basically hadn't slept, and we were tired. And I, my husband was driving, and I was trying to keep him awake by coming up with with name suggestions for our new horse. And, and, uh, as time went on, it got sillier and sillier because we were just that exhausted. And, uh, you know, we got to toaster and we both laughed and we, it, it stuck. You know? Oh my God. That is funny. So there's not like, you don't own like a toaster manufacturer or anything like that. Like, it's just like, it was nope. just a weird word that you came up with and it stuck. It was just, it got, we just got more weird and more random and, <laughs> and it, you know, it, it made us laugh. And then we kind of thought, well, you know, he could be a piece of toast, a little burnt around the edges, and, <laughs> you know, and, and it stuck from there. That was it. How funny. So you get, you get him home, you decide, and you've done a lot with this horse. You've done some cowboy mounted shooting, I think. And, and what are some of the other mm-hmm. things? Yeah, so we've done quite a bit of uh, extreme cowboy racing has been kind of our main thing. We actually went to the uh, the World Championships in extreme cowboy racing in 2018. Um, we competed in the novice division as well as intermediates and just missed go- getting to do top 10. So uh, that's one of our crowning achievements and, and proud moments. And um, other than that, I do a lot of you know any kind of obstacle type thing. Um, and I also do... Uh, like ranch classes, like ranch riding and ranch pleasure. And, you know, we have a local riding club that I, I go to their shows and do kind of a little bit of everything. 
And uh, any Mustang shows that come up, we always sign up for those. And do We've done a couple freestyles and things like that. So, I mean, I'll do anything. Yeah, we've tried uh, mounted shooting. We've tried mounted archery. And, you know, he's, he's the ultimate all-around horse for sure. Why do you think a Mustang is the horse of choice for all of these things? Why are they st- there? I mean, I, I don't know if people know, like, they're really good at everything. They can do, it just seems to me that they can do some of anything. Yeah. I mean, they're the ultimate, like, all-around horse. They're perfect for the person that just kind of wants to, you know, do mounted shooting one weekend and, and Western pleasure the next. It's you know, and, and some jumping the next weekend, it, they really can just do a little bit of everything and they're really up for anything. And they're, they're so kind of willing and, and, and ready to please that they'll, they'll try whatever you, you ask them to. Well, what I like about the video that you showed, it's obviously you and Toaster doing a lot of dance moves and, and, and it's really, really cute. Now, what I don't see in this video is two things, treats and a whip. How do you get him to do all of this without the threat of a whip or the promise of a cookie? Well, you know, you got to remember that this is, this is the end result here. (laughs) Um, So in the training process, I use both treats and like a, you know, a a dressage whip or something, just kind of as an extension of my arm. Um, You know, I certainly don't have to whack him. for anything. Um, but, but, you know, definitely I use those tools in the training process, but basically, you know, you phase them out as you go and as he understands and, and then you don't need it anymore. So what are some of his, what's his, what's his like go-to move? What's his favorite move? <laughs> um, you, you know, the, the, when he, where he opens his mouth and I toss the treat in, yeah, oh, that's, yeah, that's a big favorite. That's a big favorite because, you know, he gets a treat every time for that one because I, I toss a treat in his mouth. Yeah, it's kind of hard not to. A lot of times. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> so that's a big favorite. A lot of times I'll walk up to him and there he'll be, you know, open my mouth open wide. You know, you have almost a million views between the places this video is at. It's about a million views. Are you shocked? Oh, totally. Yes. I I had no idea. I was hoping, you know, my friends would share it and, and I was going to be excited if I got a few thousand views. <laughs> so when it started to go viral, I was absolutely amazed. This is awesome. That's fantastic. Well, uh, any, any, any tips you want to give anybody as if somebody's interested in training their horse to do some of these things? Um, I mean, a lot of people are just like, they ask where to start or, you know, that, that they're afraid of how long it's going to take. And, and my advice is like, you know, I do this like 20 minutes at a time consistently almost every morning, but it really, you just put in, you know, 20 minutes a day and, and you can get there. And, you know, obviously four years ago when I got him, I didn't think about making this video, but you know, I started with just basic ground manners and basic groundwork and just getting him really solid on, on, you know, being able to move his forequarters or being able to move his haunches or, you know, all of the basic groundwork. And that's what it all really, really starts with. And, and you just get that foundation really good. And then, and then these things become easy because they just build just a little bit on top of that foundation. And, uh, so yeah, that's, uh, that's my advice. 
20 so minutes basically, patience and consistency is what you have to have. And it just seems yeah. like that, I, whatever you can imagine, you can get these horses to do with that patience and well, consistency. We did have a listener ask a question that ties into that. Uh, Carrie wants to know, is it possible to do liberty work with any horse or are there certain characteristics that make good liberty horses? Um, I would say, yes, it is possible to do it with any horse. Uh, some horses are going to be a little easier than others. Um, Toaster is definitely one that's well suited for it and pretty easy, but you know, you could achieve this, what I, what I've done in that video with any horse for sure. The hug at the end is the most, uh, it's the coolest part of the whole thing. Cause he is like legit hugging you. And uh, we did have a listener that also asked, are you, do you use clicker training for this? Uh, so the hug, yes, that was clicker train. Okay. Gotcha. And the rest was just, uh, you know, patience and, rest, and yeah, I mean, so basically the tricks tend to be clicker trained. Um, and then the, like the dancing is more just, you know, basic groundwork and building on it and, and, you know, breaking it down into little pieces and then putting it back together. Um, so I, you know, I mix my training up just whatever feels easier or more natural is what I use as far as whether I use clicker training or whether I use like pressure and release training. Um, so yeah. My horse so, wouldn't wear the hat that he was wearing. <laughs> <laughs> and the bra. And the bra. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and the bra. <laughs> I love it. Well, Adrian, where can people get a hold of you if they want to learn more about you or your horse or your training or anything like that? Uh, you know, right now, Facebook is the best place. Uh, feel free to, you know, send messages. I do check messages from, from non friends and I've turned on the follow feature on Facebook. Um, I'm not really accepting friend requests from people that I don't know, um, but the follow uh, feature will get you notifications whenever I post something. And so that's a great option. Fantastic. All right, Adrian DeWolf, thank, thank you so much. Give Toaster a, a, a treat for us, but make sure you're about nine feet back so you can really chuck it in there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <sounds> good. <laughs> All right. Thanks, girl. Yep, thanks. Bye. Bye. Well, we apologize to everybody for her connection. Obviously, she was outside in California. Is there ever a day in California where it's not windy? Uh, it's not. No, it's it's perfectly breezy in California. <laughs> Every day. So that's what was happening there as she was outside. But uh, it's worth the effort to try and get to talk to her. We so really this video is on. just so cute. It is and cute. I was listening to it with the sound on because it's like a music video, basically. And Chad came and he's like, what the hell are you? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, look at this horse. It's not your usual girl. music, probably. Uh, no. What was it? Like, Blanco girl. Brown? Blanco Brown? How do you say his name? I don't even know how to say his name. The artist. I don't. I, I don't know either. Blanco Brown's the get I up. I went to his page on YouTube to see if they shared her video, and they haven't. But he has like a hundred million views on his videos. So uh, apparently, this uh, the get it, uh, the get up challenge is uh, going viral so all over the place. Well, so, she wins. She wins. She wins. I always wondered how she named him Toaster because I've seen yes. like on the Northern Nevada, we have a NNCC adopted horse and burrow Facebook page that I'm like the in charge of and uh it's amazing to be like to, to, we put people post like what they're doing with their horses you can see like the results of each auction they post the videos ahead of time it's really really cool uh to it's kind of a community of people that 
either have or are interested in having one of those horses. And <coughs> excuse me. And she posts videos and all this. And I was like, to- toaster? <laughs> have toaster come in. For- <laughs> it's an and his name. name was Gunner, which was one of the names of the Nelson twins that I was infatuated with, Matthew and Gunner. So I was like, totally loved Gunner. But yeah. Um, What's surprising then- is I remember you mentioning Gunner because we yeah. were, you were on the show talking about the different horses you were looking at. Yeah, he was like a top pick. And that he was one of the ones like I wanted O'Malley, which turned out to be Zeus the most by far. But he was the second one that he was on the list. And when his price went that high, I was like, oh, I remember joking about how you couldn't afford it. And Chad would have killed you. So, yeah, yeah, I already went like (laughs) $1,600 over budget. I swear to God, there's a quote in the newspaper. Somebody asked me, oh, my God, you just got that horse. How do you feel? I was like, oh, my God, I'm getting divorced. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's hear from Greenflower Botanicals. And we're coming back with some equestrian first world problems. It's more than just Jamie and I that have equestrian first world problems. Other people have them, too. Yeah. And now our own Dr. Wendy Ying speaks with Roger from Greenflower Botanicals in a series we call CBD Oil 101. In our continuing series on CBD oil, we're going to find out why Greenflower Botanicals is different than other companies. Well, thanks for asking that question, uh, Wendy. Uh, We think that we're able to really provide a superior product for several different reasons. One of those is it begins with we source right here in the USA, and we purchase and have partnerships with farms in both Colorado, Kentucky, um, and Oregon, as opposed to a lot of companies are bringing in importing CBD from China. Uh, Along with that, our extracts are whole plant extracts instead of isolates. So what that just means is we keep all the fatty acids and trace cannabinoids in there that as they're naturally found and bonded um, in the plant itself. So it's uh, just a really, really wonderful uh, cannabinoid-rich oil. And then, of course, is uh, just the safety and quality issues. Every one of our products is uh, tested at a third-party laboratory for metals, uh, heavy metals, for pesticides, uh, fungus, um, molds, and, of course, for, for cannabinoid content itself. So you can always be sure that not only are you getting quality product, but also you're getting a safe product. Well, that's super, Roger. And how can people find Greenflower Botanicals? Go to greenflowerbotanicals.com um, on the Internet, and you'll see all of our products there, as well as the uh, the testing we talked about. Every product has a test online. And most importantly, for uh, our HRN listeners, you can use coupon code HRN and save 20% off on your first order with Greenflower Botanicals. If you show your horses, please check with your federation on the legal use of CBD oil. Hello. You're um, we're gonna cut there. You're talk to me once. You were getting a noise. <clears throat> hello, hello, hello. Okay, so I'm gonna take that part out. It ended before I got back.
I had to pee. I was just right. No, before I got back, it ended. So yeah. Okay. So Sorry. Cut that out. All right. Um. Do you want to talk about the horses? The new horses. Uh, we could. What do you want to do? Let's do question first. Where we'll talk new horses. Happy story out. Okay. Okay. Three, two, one. Well, now it is time for. <laughs> All right. God, I love that bumper. It's so cool. <laughs> uh, now, remember, if you have an equestrian problem, it is a first world problem. These are all submitted by our auditors. These are real life dramatic events that our listeners go through and then share with us. So I appreciate that. Now, some of you posted some last week and I'll try to get to those, but after the show, like I need to, some of you messaged me and I can't keep it all straight. So on Sunday night, I put a post on the auditors Facebook page. And if I remember the rest of you, the, the ones y'all have sent me, I, I try to, but I can't make any promises. So anyway, let's go to it. Uh, Laura Berry says, my quad is in the shop. So I actually have to pull my poop cart out to the pasture to spread it all by myself. <laughs> what did we do before? Like, how big it is. That could be awful. It could be. Or that's a lot of trips with a small one. Yeah. Uh, Kayla said, I wrote English in my lesson for the first time in a decade. And it was so fun. But now my legs hurt and I have bruises on my thighs from the buckles on the stirrup leathers. <laughs> Those we, are not. That shouldn't happen. Yeah. Just we have so a solution know, for that, all by the way. way. Up. Yeah, of course, total saddle fit, which, I, which somebody suggested. And she's like, mm, first time in 10 years, I think I'll like wait till I do it more. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, that means you the buckle, it wasn't pulled all the way up. So just tell your instructor next time these buckles will give me bruises. They have to pull the back of this. Anyway, it shouldn't happen. Not the right um, place. No. Yeah, it's not in the right spot. Carrie Joe's, <laughs> this was great. Carrie Joe, my black and white Pinto has started shedding and Full force. And now when I groom him, white hairs get all of his black hairs and black hairs get all of his white patches. And my OCD self just can't handle it. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, God. Get, my recommendation is one color next time. Uh, get a leaf blower color. and just blow them out. Oh, there you go. That's yeah. a good idea. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, Depending on the horse, don't, that would go well. Yeah. Don't get the leaf blower too close to your hair. <laughs> Advice for everybody for the future. <laughs> we never did see a picture of your hair, by the way. It's weird. I posted it. I don't know what yeah, happened. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I didn't find it. Carrie says, my fancy Oldenburg dressage horse, she's leasing, um, really enjoys chasing the Barnes baby cow around. Like, he's like a serious cutting horse. And now I'm like, uh, do I have to get a Western saddle so he can live his happiest life? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> he needs Happy to live his happiest life. life. Be the cutter. Be the he wants cutter. to do that. <laughs> Sharon says, I had a great weekend driving both of my horses for hours in spring-like weather at a beautiful venue. But now my butt hurts and I have to sit at a desk all week. Stupid job. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> April says, I got to be in the room with my daughter during a band solo contest. So, so her daughter's like in the band, like doing a solo contest. That's great. She's like, but the classroom she was in, the teacher was obviously an inventor. So it's hard to concentrate on my child's music to look at all these horse pictures on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, you did great. That was great. Hey, can I, can I take a closer look? <laughs> That's awesome. 
that is like the epitome of a horse chick right yes, there. Like, right. yeah, the child like doing a concert solo concert. You're so amazing. And you're like staring at the cross country photo. <laughs> Uh, Brenda says it was 50 and sunny in Wisconsin today, and I got to go out for a ride, but I got sunburned. <laughs> <laughs> it's 50 in Wisconsin in February. Wow. She said she got sunburned from the sun reflecting on the snow. snow. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. It's <laughs> a thing. Uh, Karen. Oh, God. I love Karen. She always has to post something. She's so, yeah, she keeps it real. This is the endurance show, Karen. I have to crawl through the fence to get out. Uh, <laughs> to crawl through the fence to get out and open the gate while cleaning manure because the latches and locking carabiners are apparently only going to be opened on the, on the inside. And so they're basically they're human proof, which is also horse proof, which is what happens to me now because I had to put all those low clips on because of Zeus that I, if I go in the stall, I can't come back out a different stall because they're locked. Like, and I can't reach the yeah, latch. Yeah, her bow so is the same stuck. way as Zeus, so she had to do the same thing with those same clips. <laughs> oh, really? Okay, <laughs> yes. yeah, there you go. Yeah. Doreen says, this year I filled, fulfilled all my wildest horse girl fantasies. I bought a farm and a new amazing horse, and then I broke my dental retainer, and I couldn't afford to see the orthodontist because I bought all that crap, and now I have to wear braces, and a 43-year-old grown woman wearing braces because there's no money in my budget for Invisalign. <laughs> you know what? You do see a lot more <laughs> adults wearing braces than I've ever seen in the past. That's okay. I don't know why. I yeah. don't know why. I, I had the Invisalign. Yeah. Uh, I, but I also had braces and headgear. Okay. Like I was that girl. Um, Sally says my blacksmith changes appointment with my horses because he's going to be on vacation on my scheduled day. But then he rescheduled me on a day that I'm going to be on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> Samantha, uh, let's see. Sandy says, this is not equestrian. Well, it's kind of equestrian because I skipped a grocery. <laughs> this is the last one. And Glenn, I know you'll love this one. <laughs> I skipped a grocery store trip so I could spend more time at the barn yesterday, but then there was no milk for my cereal this morning. So I ate it with vanilla ice cream. <laughs> and I like yet that, I can't actually, figure depending out on the I'm cereal. I like that idea. Uh, that's a great idea. Yeah. Do you like wait till it melts? Do you nuke it? No. Or do you just put the cereal on top of the ice cream yeah, and turn yeah. it up? Just turn it up. Well, it's the same thing they do when you get an add in at the, at the ice cream store. It's just this time Except it's fruit it's loops. Breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> Except it's breakfast cereal. Oh, that's great. Know, All some right, Lucky I'll Charms would be of... good and some vanilla, yeah, not chocolate, but vanilla ice cream. I like vanilla ice cream in my coffee. Just like a little dollop. Really? It cools it down, gives a little sweetness. Yeah. Hmm. Well, that, that would work. So that's the last one? Yeah, that's the last one. That's it. All right. So I, I cannot keep track. Every time I look at your <laughs> Facebook page, there's like horses coming and going and new horses and old horses. And I just don't know even what horses you have. Did you get new ones? I did. I, I took two. I, I, but I was don't there. you already have two? What? Didn't you already have some or did they get gone? Hey, can we cut real quick? Oh. You're coming in and out to me, and my sound is echoing back. Can you hang up on me and call me back? Yep. It's Thanks. one of those days. Hold on, live listeners. Want to call Jamie back. I like the cut thing every now and then. <clears throat> it's, I like. I All right, let's see if that's any better. Talk while All I'm right, talking. All right, checking, checking, one, Perfect. two, three. Okay. Yeah, no, because it was doing that mix minus thing where, like, I yeah. talk and you just disappear. Okay. 
Our, hopefully that's better. Uh, let me start that section over in okay. three, two, I forgot what I was talking about. Oh, three, two, one. So I can't keep track anymore on your Facebook page of what horses you have coming and going, and you got all these horses that you're helping train for this place. Were there new ones over the weekend, or was I making that up? Uh, no, we did get some new ones. So that, Were the I, old ones gone? No, I adopted the old one. <laughs> That's I kept the old one, and That's then I right. didn't have like usually I ret- I take them back to get adopted, and then I just bring some new ones. But then I didn't take that one back, so I had to go up there. So I went over the weekend, and they had two geldings that they were interested in me taking, and I was like, I you know what, I'll just take them both. Now you look outside, there's so many horses on my property, it's insane. It's way too much. Um, but yeah, so I went and got two geldings. Uh, one is named Erlenmeyer, and he is eight years old, and he is a bay, and he is drop dead gorgeous he is like one of those with like the half white all the way starts halfway down his nose and goes all the way down to snip is really cute he's adorable and he's like 17 one he's massive i've actually had a lot of people my cousin included hey we really like him do you think he'd make a good barrel horse no he's 17 one 17 huge <laughs> he could step over the barrels <laughs> yeah so unfortunately with him right now I'm, I'm not able to get a lot done with him and we'll see how long this goes because he got trimmed the day before i took him because they knew i was going to take him so we'll get him trimmed oh my god sore He's sore on all four feet. No, he can't do much. So with that. can't really do much with that. So I don't know do you how have far. A separate paddock for these that are coming in like that, or keep them separated from the other horses. Do you? Oh yeah, yeah. I actually. This is a shout out to my husband. Whoop whoop. We just built a new paddock. <laughs> <laughs> so I finally got. I've got a separate paddock for are these you, guys. I mean, are you sure from a biosecurity standpoint that they've been okay? Have they been at the other place for a while, or do you have to worry about that? Um, to be, they're in a separate paddock. No, they're still like can yeah. touch noses through the bars of the stall. I, I, they, they've been at their place long enough to where okay. if it was a horse that was sick, she would tell me, yeah. you know, they, okay. I mean, you can't control something everything. To worry about. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. I, I just, I don't give it that much thought. All my horses are vaccinated and I'm just doing, you know, the best I can. I don't have a separate barn. I, 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 I know people get really crazy about the quarantine but i mean this mare that i took from them has been at their place two weeks so and i took her and she's out with my herd now and she's fine so i kind of i'm a little bit more of a risky about it but they do stay in a separate paddock and they stay in their own stalls and stuff uh next to each other Well, i think you know putting them in the paddocks would just be asking for hurt horses oh yeah no that many coming in and out yeah, they uh, it would it would not be fair to my herd to keep upsetting right. them the way they, that they kind of already have themselves set up, and then to have these guys come in and out, it's not fair to them because then they got to leave that place where they figured yeah. everything out, and then come here and figure everything. No, they just they go in their own paddocks because I can't have them getting hurt. Um, that's the main reason. So uh, yeah, so uh, Erlen Meyer is the big bay gelding, and he's drop dead gorgeous. Now he raced quite a bit like for a long time. And so he's got some wear and tear. I don't think he'll ever be a jumping horse simply because I've, I don't know. I mean, uh, we'll see a little bit more once his feet don't hurt, but the other horse, don't we have a listener in Texas? who's a Fox hunter. Yes. Uh, Tara. Tara, she does the uh, Fox hunting show here. She yeah. needs to come and get this other horse. 
really? He is built like his chest is super wide. He's about 16, one super chill, really calm. And he came from the same place that the mare I adopted came from Oki and, uh, just a super awesome horse. I rode him yesterday. I'll ride him again today out in the arena. He's, he's really, really cool. I think he's going to make something really special. And I think of, of the two of them, the chestnut really has a bright future. The Bay will get adopted. All right. All you fox so hunters looking for a prospect. I think he, I mean, if you look at his chest, he just has this like big giant chest and just very sturdy, big boned, you know, I, I, I don't know. I just see fox hunter. I don't, I mean, I've only worked, ridden him one day, <laughs> but, <laughs> but we'll see. I don't know. He just seems like that's like a good job for him. And he comes from a place, a really, really nice place. So he's been well taken care of, well managed. Very cool. And his name is Cowboy Pride, and he's five or six. Very cool. Well, I'm sure the listeners will want to get updates as you go I along I can't here. keep up with them either, Glenn. I, Jeez. How does Chad do it? He doesn't know their names, does he? Please tell me he doesn't know their names, because I would never know their names. No, he doesn't. Well, I told you the last one, one had like a weird like little glitch on her eyeball. She, she was totally visual and fine. And the other one was a little back at the knee. So he called him eyeball and knee. He's like, are you talking about Perfect. eyeball or knee? <laughs> and That's so how I usually do it. <laughs> it was the it was it was the lady or dude. And how's dude? Lady. Now I've got two dudes though. So it's like the chestnut dude or the bay dude. <laughs> That's how I do it. That's what I used yeah. to do. I used to find traits, and that's how I told the horse. Especially yeah, when he had a lot was... of borders, I'd just get so confused. Eyeball and knee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you want eyeball? Okay. Well, we, before we get to wrap up the show and get to the happy story, did you see the post, uh, I think it was on Horse Nation, about that farm that's for sale in Virginia? I saw the post, but oh, I didn't look at it because I don't need God. to see things. Like it is but... unfrickin' believable. So it's... Uh, it's it's a manor stone manor home from 1776. So it's kind of got this Georgian revival thing going. You can just kind of picture it. It's very fancy. It's got uh, 1471 acres in Warrington, Virginia. It's called North Wales. It's 22 bedrooms and 16 baths. Now wrap your head I'm around sorry. That. Wait, that sounds like a hotel. <laughs> 22 bedrooms, 16 baths. Oh, there's a wine cellar, a bar, a billiards room, a library, a sunroom, a tennis court, a pool. The kitchen is the size of your new house you're building. I mean, it's just enormous. It's just enormous. Uh, so it sold in. It sold a while back in 2015 for 21 million, and apparently price has gone up because now they're asking 30 million for it. They but, did some work to it. You the know. barn facilities are unfreaking believable. I mean, this, this is just a a beautiful place. And I was thinking, if all the auditors and uh, you know we all go together, we have a shot. What do you think? Mm, what was it for the racehorse thing? Ten dollars a week. Yeah, ten dollars a week. That's right. Ten quid a week. <laughs> I can let, do that. Let me divide this forty million by four hundred auditors. That's only a hundred thousand each. Did you really need? Oh. Okay. Four, forty million divided by four hundred auditors is a hundred thousand each. So we can uh, we can do this. We got it. We can have our own private little estate. There's twenty two bedrooms. I doubt we're all going to be there at one time. So there we go. For a week a year, it'd be worth it. Bring Ten quid horses. a week. I got. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so yeah, I think we should do it. I think we should do it. We all get together. We all sign the deal. Thirty million dollars. We can have this beautiful place. We could probably bargain them down to like twenty-five million. I think. No, oh, it's like a. It's like it's free. Yeah, I mean. This place is huge. It is so beautiful. (laughs) It's so neat. But it's 1776. It's going to have some upkeep. And then there's the whole tax thing. It literally looks like um, where they filmed Pride and Prejudice. Yeah, you're right. It kind of has that. It's Georgian revival. It kind of has that look. Yeah. Yep. Well, my happy story. I need a bumper for happy stories. Well, my happy story is this. So there's, you know, pit bulls get a bad rap and uh, sometimes deserve, sometimes not. But there was a pit bull named Cheyenne. And Cheyenne is a six-year-old pit bull Labrador mix. So there's an interesting combination right there. Um, And the owner of this particular pit bull Labrador mix, the name is Ken. And apparently Ken's 52 years old. Ken fell asleep, and during the night, he woke up to the dog body slamming him, like jumping up and down and smacking into him. And apparently he had had back surgery, so the dog knew not to mess with his back. So apparently he woke, He you know, you know how it is when you wake up and a pet has woken you up by jumping on your face, usually a cat. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So he apparently yelled in frustration, but before long, he realized something was wrong. And apparently Cheyenne just would not give up, just kept after him. And he he said all of a sudden he felt his chest was hurting so bad he could barely breathe, drove himself to the hospital. From there, the, an ambulance took him to another hospital, and they said he had suffered a bad heart attack and he had a 99% blockage. They said had the dog not woken him up, he'd probably been dead by morning. With oh He would gosh. have never woken up at all. He would have just you know, been gone at the age of 52 and the dog oh, knew and wow. woke him up. Does it make you wonder? We've heard, we've done these stories before, but how does a dog know? Uh, there, there's dogs that they literally train to smell imbalances. Yeah, like diabetics you know? and different stuff. But yeah, this is not a are... trained dog. This is just this pit bull Labrador mix. Yeah. You know, it's just incredible. He probably knew the heart rate was off or breathing or something. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they, they can sense hypertension, you know, and stuff like that. So it's, it's just amazing. He said he'll never yell at uh, at Cheyenne for waking him up again. I bet he won't. <laughs> you want a cookie? You wake yeah. me up, I'll give you a cookie. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I really feel like my basset hound is going to be like that. Do you? It's really a rescue. No. <laughs> <laughs> How is your basset hound? We haven't talked about the basset hound. Oh, my hound. God. She's an angel. She's an angel angel. She is so good. Chad actually even loves her. She doesn't bark. She doesn't jump. She's like perfectly well behaved. And she sleeps in the bed in the spoon position with me. <laughs> <laughs> Between we, you and Chad? <laughs> no, no, no. We've never had a dog in the bed, ever. No, He's like, uh, we don't been, either. No, no dogs in the bed. And so now it's Chad and then me and Bella. <laughs> well, uh, the, you, you didn't bring the first basset hound you rescued in Arizona to the bed because that one had all kinds of bugs and things. So there Bless was a reason that one never came into bed. But Yeah, well, his ears were yeah. – he, he fought ear infections for, for two years. But then he then he was perfect, but he he actually physically couldn't jump on the bed. She's only <laughs> six, and she's sprite. Oh, I thought she was older. They always look older than basset <laughs> They always look like they're 20. <laughs> Bless her heart. Chad's like, this is the youngest, healthiest basset hound you've ever had because – I've had other one. I, Lucky was not How my first. They usually live senior. Twelve, um, thirteen, or older. 
My first one was was Riddy. We named her Riddy because my brother was like, that's the most ridiculous looking dog <laughs> you've ever had. Um, and she had been shot. I found her like in a pool of blood. Why people kick basset hounds? They're just they're just too easy, I think, to, you know, they just take your abuse. And so, anyway, somebody had shot her oh. and I pulled, pulled like 40 pieces of buckshot out of her. So she had like the cone and all these holes in her and. That's when my brother was like, that dog is ridiculous. Like, <laughs> what is that? <laughs> and she, I think when I got her, she was seven and she lived, I had to put her down at 13. And I mean, she, I mean, but she was medicated, like on heart medication for like the last two years of her life. I mean, she was just a, I don't think there's a basset hound. Like that went, when, when Chad met Bella, he's like, ooh, young and healthy. Take her, get her before she rescues <laughs> Gets another one out of the pound. <laughs> it's going to cost me thousands. So <laughs> Bella is young and healthy and spry and runs around and plays with the other. Do- She's just awesome. Cool. I just love I'm her. And Chad out. calls her my, uh, my comfort animal because I sleep really well when she's sleeping in the bed. And that's something you have never... It's amazing you don't sleep really well with Chad sleeping in the bed. But, you know, we won't talk... That's a different show. Uh yeah, I, I well, he's gone a lot too, and so yeah, being that true. he's gone a lot, it's nice that when he's gone. Oh, it's a dog fest. <laughs> I have four dogs in this house, and all four of them are in. So the they bed know and, when he's there not to get up, and they oh know god, when yeah. He's not. His dog Danny, he has the golf dog that he, he hits the golf ball, and she gets the golf ball, and brings it back. Like he can hit it like two hundred yards. She'll retrieve it and bring it back and set it right in front of his club. When he is gone, she sleeps with his her head on his pillow. <laughs> I don't tell him that part. Do you change the sheets uh, before he gets home every time? No. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, we'll, <laughs> it's uh, the Western episode with Tara Timbaro. And then later in the week, uh, we have a special new episode coming up on Thursday because Kayla and her Aussie co-host are going to be coming on with the first of oh, the I can't wait. breeding and sales episodes that we're doing once a month here. So that one's already recorded, actually being edited right now. That'll be coming up on Thursday. So we have a full week of programming for you here this week. Thank you, everybody. Hang on, auditors, because we're going to talk about who's the biggest scaredy cat. We're going to take a little oh, quiz. Right. say it we're gonna get we're gonna hear about it all right we are out of that i'm looking at a uh a dad a a creative artist brings his child's doodles to life just the way they are imaginations so he's like actually digitally making what he what they drew oh my god this is fantastic i'm gonna have to share this and uh, for the auditors, uh, before we get into our quiz here, by the way, you'll find it at the top of the page. Jamie, you'll see a link. You're gonna, you're, we're both going to have to take it together. So you'll need to open the link. So this is off of BuzzFeed. Uh, and it, uh, but, but before we get to our little quiz to see who's the biggest scaredy cat, um, I just heard back for, from the group sales coordinator at Rocking Horse Ranch Resort in New York. Mm-hmm. Remember, we were talking about having a land base get together for the mm-hmm. listeners, and they're working out a date right now, and we'll get us a date and rate. So the problem is uh, they're trying to find a block of rooms big enough because 
you know, when we have 40 people, that's 20 rooms. And, uh, and I think there'll be more for a land vacation. So, uh, so there we go. So we'll have more announcements on that here shortly. All right. Did you find the lake? <clears throat> Got it. Okay. So we're going to find out. This is, this is uh, who's the biggest old scaredy cat. So you're going to have to check the blocks, uh, the ones you're scared at. I'll check the blocks, the one I'm scared at, and we'll see the result at the end. So okay. first of all, sleep with the light on. I don't. I don't sleep with the light on. Do you sleep with the light I, on? No, I can't have any, yeah, <clears throat> any lights on. Yeah, I'm kind of that way too. Rush back to your room after using the bathroom. What's next door? So I don't know what could have possibly happen between the bathroom. <laughs> I think I used to. I don't do it anymore. Okay. Uh, hate haunted houses. I don't do haunted houses. I have to check. check that. I don't do that one either. Avoid roller coasters. I love roller coasters. Do you, you don't like roller coasters, do you? So I love roller coasters, oh. but since I've had a child, I get nauseous immediately and they ruin my day. So I'm going to... Oh, you do avoid the roller coasters? The ones that I can go on the ones I hear. How do I answer this? Because I can go on the ones that don't flip. I think if they okay. do you still loop. do roller coasters. It's not like yeah. you avoid all roller coasters. Okay. So I love I the wooden roller okay coaster at Frontier City. Don't watch horror films. No, I do Jack. not watch horror films. I'll watch a thriller. I will not watch a blood and gore cut em up horror film. Nope, I don't do scary movies. I'm scared enough in real life. Can't kill bugs. No, I'm in charge of killing all the bugs in the house. <laughs> Okay. I'm in charge. Of I don't one. like it, but <clears throat> sometimes the husband's not home. You got to just man up and do it. Yeah. We have more roaches. You know, we live in Florida. We have bugs. <laughs> so, instinctively scream or run away when you see a big bug. I used to, but not anymore. After you live in Florida, you get over that. <laughs> this is just part of your life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Creeped out by clowns. I never was. But as more and more things are about clowns, I kind of get creeped out by clowns now. Really? I don't know why, but I've never seen any of the scary clown movies. But, you know, I wouldn't say I'm creeped out, but it's just kind of you look twice when you see a clown anymore because you don't see clowns very often anymore. Um, I worked with a jester for 10 years in the acting company. I, yeah, I, I, I mean, I think like I'm not going to run away. But you know what I do not like? And I, I'm kind of freaked out um, by people in costume. Like in the the mascot outfits. Oh, mm, the mascots. Yeah. So maybe I should click this one because uh, we'll blanket that. Okay, <laughs> that would, that'll do it. Uh, hate heights. I'm not. I'm not. I don't hate heights. No. Uh, afraid of dogs. Well, no, we neither one of us. Afraid of cat. Don't like cats, but I'm not afraid of them. Uh, spooked. <laughs> spooked. Tf out by lightning. No, not really. Mm-hmm. Afraid of flying on planes. No, we're. I think we're both good there. Um, yeah. Get nervous when you pass a group of teenagers on the street. Well, I guess it depends on the <laughs> circumstance, right? What? <laughs> kind of depends where I am and what they're, you know, if they're mugging people. Yeah. Um, am I racist? Yes <laughs> or no? Check the box. Uh, run like hell when you see a bee. <laughs> Again, oh. farmers, we're not going to. Uh, absolutely hate needles. I don't, you know, when I had Lyme disease, they were poking me every week. So I kind of got used to it. Try being pregnant and yeah. over 35. You yeah. Can't stand week. the sight of blood. You know, uh-huh. I'm okay with uh, human blood. It's the horse blood I don't like. So do See, I, have I to have I'm to opposite. I can, t- I can stick my arm in a dead horse. Yeah. Don't talk to me about your broken bone. So I think we both have to check it because we, <laughs> we're I, both the opposite direction. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm not going to check that one. I'm okay with that one. Hate cemeteries. I I actually used to photograph in cemeteries because uh, when you live in New England, there's some cool ass cemeteries up there. Okay, uh, so I don't have a problem with that. Uh, freaked out by small holes. What? Uh, I don't know what that, that means. <laughs> uh, maybe they mean like caves and stuff. 
Oh. I used to cave, no. so I'm not worried about that. Worried every time you hear sirens, only if they're following me and it's a police car. <laughs> I was going to say, like, <laughs> butt goes numb if you see the lights behind you. <laughs> I thought I got had yesterday on the way back, but uh, I didn't. I actually did pass a scene where there were four police cars, pulled a car, four police cars lined up behind this car, and they were putting him in the back. So uh, something didn't go well there. Uh, I wouldn't say we're worried about that. Oh, I'm about, it's about to really get aggressive uh, in the checkboxes for me. But are you afraid of driving on the highway or driving in general? No. Are, are you, you afraid of being home alone? No. No. There are people, my dad's wife, my father's wife, will not get on the highway. Will not. And she lived in Atlanta. Really? I was like, yeah. It How do you avoid that? <laughs> she takes her nine hours to get anywhere. I don't know. Well, you know me, Bridges. I'm glad Bridges wasn't on this list. because uh, Yeah. You're, uh, avoid you're swimming in the ocean. I don't check. like it because I'm not a very good swimmer. So um, I think that all things water-related are terrible. So I would check this one and the next one, which is scared of being on cruise or uh, cruises or boats. And I wouldn't say I'm scared. I'm just too smart. <laughs> to be on a boat. I think you could check that one. <laughs> <laughs> afraid of getting stuck in elevators. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not afraid of that. Afraid of walking around the forest. Who's afraid of the forest? Well, I guess, I mean, if you live like in northern Alaska, I would probably take some bear spray. <laughs> yeah. All right. Show me the results. Let's see. I don't think I clicked that. I'm not name. easily scared at all. What Damn it. Say? We're the same. <laughs> Damn it. Were you you are the embodiment of a chill pill. I just don't think you guys asked the right question. Yeah, there were some other things on that. Like snakes, I don't... Why is snakes not on that list? Yeah, that's weird. Because you would have had to check that box. Yeah. Snakes, what else are you scared of? Uh, snakes, uh, water is your biggie. Uh, I'm just water. Yeah. Water and... Yeah. Yeah, I'll tell you one thing I won't do again is, uh, you know, I'm not scared of heights, but after riding in that helicopter, that military helicopter with no doors looking straight out with just a little seatbelt on from from the Vietnam War and, you know, and him turning and we're looking straight down at the ground with nothing in front of us. Woo! I won't do that again. <laughs> you know what, though? It's funny. Well, I used to, because I was a traffic reporter in Atlanta for many, many, many years, I had to go in the helicopter uh, several times for different events or different reasons. They need somebody to fill in in the helicopter. So I'd have to be in the helicopter flying over Atlanta and throughout the And the it's fun. Helicopters hour. are fun. Yeah, it can be. But then, you, do you ever know, you remember that ride at Six Flags called Free Fall and it would take you all the way up and like yes. you go out on the yes. ledge and then you know that feeling you got right before you dropped? Yes. That feeling you're just like, oh, it's coming. Um, so being in a helicopter for the traffic, you have to hover over accidents like and get reports and stuff. And you're just sitting there in midair uh, trusting that this machine is going to be okay and not going to quit, like run out of gas or something and break. Now, did and yours so, have the do ones that were, there were no doors or did they have no, There doors? were doors because okay. it had to be fairly, you know, decent Quiet. inside. Yeah. It. yeah. Uh, and so, uh, no, I was, I, that was it. I was like, y'all got to keep this thing moving. <laughs> y'all can't just sit here. I'm going to lose it. And, and Captain Herb, bless his heart, he was the one, he's my favorite traffic reporter ever. He'd be like, just keep wheeling her around, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that funny how you could do circles, but you couldn't sit still? It's, if it was moving, it was fine. But if it stopped and was hovering, I felt like that feeling like that you're out 
in the free fall and you've gone out to the plank and you're about to drop. And I could not focus. I could not, I couldn't talk. I, dear God, I wasn't going to do a traffic report in that nightmare. Okay, everybody coming at you. It's, I'm in the hell. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been my traffic report. <laughs> so yeah, good times. Fun, fun. How, so what are we going to, is there a traffic song we can finish the show to, or, or, or a song about fear, um, being afraid, oh, song about bugs, uh, itsy bitsy spider. You can end with itsy bitsy spider today. No, let's see. Let's gotta be, so I'm not singing the itsy bitsy. <laughs> you probably know it. You probably had to sing it when. Let's see. Did you see the Tom Hanks, uh, movie, the, uh, the guy with the sweater? Uh, yeah, I did see that. And? Uh, it was really good. Was it? Yeah. Because I, 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 I never I, I watched that show, so I don't, uh, you know, I didn't, if I'd um, no, I didn't either watch that uh, show because I, I don't know. I, I wish I would have. Huh? What the hell's his name? Um, Fred Rogers. Yeah, thank Mr. You. Rogers. <laughs> yeah, thank you. That's so, how much I didn't watch that show. Yeah, Mr. Rogers, and I wish I would have. I just, I had an older brother who was like, we don't watch Mr. Rogers, you know, so we just didn't watch it. But I really, um, I, I would say it's not a theater movie. It's like a wait till it gets home, but rent it kind of movie. Um, it was really good. I mean, Tom Hanks just embodies whoever, but you really get to see how, just how amazing this guy was, if you didn't know already. And he asked, answers questions and he's being, it was really good. So okay. uh, interesting, but I didn't know what it was going to be about. And so it was like a different kind of take on it. So it was good. Um, have you heard that song? This is, there's a song my son is obsessed with and it is called the hot girl bummer mm. anthem. Have you heard this song? No. Oh my God. It is the Maybe because I don't have a six-year-old. I don't know. It's on. It's now on pop radio, and he heard it. Somebody played it on the bus, and now he. There is a clean version, but I'm going to sing to you because he always wants to hear it when we get in the car, and so I'll play it on YouTube. But there's two versions on YouTube. There's the clean version, and there's the not clean version, and the not clean version brings it strong right off the bat. <laughs> <laughs> and I have played him that version by on accident 47 times. <laughs> and he's like, mom, that's the not clean version. <laughs> he's correcting that's the you version with the bad words. Play the other one. <laughs> so I was going to sing a little bit of the hot girl bummer anthem for you. Uh, you can see how long you can make it because it's kind of a rap, but it starts out as a song and I'll do the not clean version for our listeners. But just remember, this is the unclean version of the hot girl bummer anthem. Are you ready I'm for ready. the first line that I played my son 800 times? Fuck you and you and you and you and you. I hate your friends and they hate me too. I'm through I'm through, I'm through. It's a hot girl bummer anthem. Turn it up and throw a tantrum. It's a hot girl bummer anthem. Turn it up. This is a great song without the swear words for your six-year-old to be listening to. Fuck you. <laughs> and you, I mean, I have played him that song. Mom, mom, they did the worst word. That's the worst one. It's the F word. Don't play that one. It's the worst. <laughs> You're such a good mom. <laughs> Gonna be reporting you. Oh God! All right, everybody. We'll see. Uh, Jamie will be back on Wednesday. Tara tomorrow. I'll see you. Fuck you and you 
and you and you and you. I hate your friends, and, we and all they felt hate that way at me times, so. too. I'm through. I'm through. I'm through.